Hi, I'm Chuck Woolery, and I'm here to talk to you about catheters. Let me tell you why. If you had to compare yourself with Barry, are you similar? Are you very different? One of the things I found with this character is he couldn't be quite as edgy as the way I played myself on the TV show. That in the way he looks, and there's something about animated movies, or there's something about an audience in a movie theater, that they just... Negative one. I'm tired of being a walking asterisk. How are we doing, Brady? Good. Good. What's your question? milk do I have to drink to be big enough to be quarterback? Can I give you a hug? <laughs> that is a great question. And I love that you're thinking about that. Uh, drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. At all times, drink as much milk as your... Could be chocolate milk. Could be... Uh, could be the 2% but the, the ideal is the whole milk. That's the ideal. As much as your little belly can hold. Thank you. With the right song on the radio, you could drive with an empty tank of gas. We're going to take some calls if anybody wants to talk to Rocky Erickson. Yeah, if you anything. call up, man, and it, you know, don't shoot me through the phone. Or no, no, that was just that was just rhetoric from a movie. Yeah. Don't get that. Don't get personal. Rocky, what do you think about the sexist? Fire a gun in the studio. I'm sorry. What do you think about the sexist? Well, think about it. Well, I, I, I'm 
think Sex Pistols are pretty groovy. Uh, they remind me a lot of Fiero and Guardia, you know. Sure. <laughs> I, I like the Sex Pistols, you know. What's your favorite Sex Pistols song? I think, song? Uh, huh? What's your favorite <laughs> Sex Pistols song? Oh, uh, um, I'm trying to think right now. I haven't. Let me see. First Sex Pistols song I ever heard? Yeah. yeah. I guess Hot Cars. Hot Cars. Hot oh, that's, cars. that's a good one. <laughs> I, I still think we should mention again that Rocky uh, Erickson is the guy who founded the 13th floor elevator. Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago and it was kind of up in the air if we still go, but like we're here, I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party, so it's kind of disappointing, but we're just making the most of it. We met these other people in our little Airbnb spot, so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes. <laughs> I get Corona, I get Corona. At the end of the day, I'm not gonna let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this shit playing.
He said, will you defeat them, your demons and all the non-believers, the plans that they have made? Because one day I'll leave you a phantom to lead you in the summer to join the Black Parade. If everyone makes this uh, change or these critical changes and sacrifices now, we will rally together as one nation. And we will defeat the virus, and we're going to have a big celebration all together. Three, four, five, six! 
Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the best show. My name is Tom Sharpling. I am the host of the show this week, every week, now until the end of time. This is what the best show is. And I want to say thank you for listening. And I want to also, I guess, apologize lowercase a apologize that it's not a live show this week it's thanksgiving week and i am dealing with some personal and some work stuff and holiday stuff and it's all over the place and i didn't want to miss a show straight up especially considering the last few months where we didn't have best shows i want to keep this conversation going i mean because the thing between me and you is it's uh we got a conversation going here. It's not just sometimes it's slick stuff, but mostly it's raw stuff. Now, I I feel good about that. We are back and doing the show and I want the consistency and I want the regularity of it because it is important to me and I appreciate you liking the show and I want to keep doing it so we can all keep like it. So I figured this is the best way to do something better than skipping a week or whatever would have to get happened, uh, have to get done there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So here we are. I wanted to do a show. I appreciate this. And we'll have a, a live show next week. I have a great guest booked. Be a little surprise. We got all kinds of stuff coming, man. I'm telling you, we got left, right, up, down, every which way. I got stuff planned. We're going to keep doing it. And we're just starting again. It feels kind of exciting to be doing this thing. I've been doing it forever. The best show. And to also have it feel exciting and new. Like we're going to go somewhere special and and uncharted with it. And that's a big part of what I want to do with this. First things first. Anybody in Los Angeles uh, looking to buy a refrigerator you let me know hit me up on twitter or wherever you can hit me up you hit me up i got a nice refrigerator give a good deal to a best show listener one year old you tell me we'll figure it out so yeah so thanksgiving it's a weird year for thanksgiving in a lot of ways when you think about it that we uh we kind of picture thanksgiving as being this this uh this holiday that comes around when we're going nuts and we're so busy and we're scrambling and then suddenly there's this holiday that shows up thanksgiving and it kind of hits the pause button forces you to slow down for for a couple days allows you to reconnect with your family and your friends or whoever you share your world with. And 
It allows you to appreciate things and do some thinking rather than the go, 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 go fast paced world you live in the rest of the year. But this year for the last eight months, whatever, all we've been doing is thinking and contemplating and ruminating and running the world through our minds over and over and thinking and taking it all in. And it's not a whole lot of doing because of the state of the world with the pandemic. There's not much to do. So it's strange to have this holiday that is based on looking at your life and figuring out who is important to you and who you want to give thanks to and all of that. It's very strange to suddenly have in this year that holiday take place. And also you can't see anybody. If you want to be safe, you can't. You got to be smart. So that's uh, that's an odd thing to think about uh, the way Thanksgiving was always past this and hand me that. And I'm saying, man, this year is probably not the worst thing, the silver lining to uh, not have to see some of the relatives and have to hear about why uh, Joe Biden has dementia and not have to navigate the ugliness of the person you've known your whole life. Seems to have no problem with creeps. And look, Joe Biden's a creep. You don't think I know that? He's a creep. He sucks. But all, 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 all I'm looking forward to is a day or two where maybe the first thing you're thinking about isn't the president and maybe you get a piece of your brain back. That's what I'm looking forward to. Just let me, let me navigate uh, the day-to-dayness of it. And not have to have it be a constant uh, four years of, of it feeling like that siren from uh, the Adams family. That's what it feels like. It feels like that's what we've been living in. And also, here's a weird thing. Uh, you know this is ain't no political show. But uh, but uh, well, I, I can talk about what I want. It's my show. It's, it's mine. I'll talk about it. Here's the thing that fascinates me about uh, Donald Trump. Uh, one of the many things that fascinates me. Uh, he's so consumed with losers, winning and losing, and who's a winner and who's a loser. He's so he's, he's driven. He, it, it drives him. It, it it is a foundational plank in his in his construction. One of the foundational uh, elements is he's a winner and he knows who is a winner and who isn't a winner. And winners are, if you're not a winner, you're a loser. He 
is so attuned to that, but now has to look. And he sees that like the people who he knows are winners in life, LeBron James, Lady Gaga, Mick Jagger, Neil Young, whoever you want to say, there's 5,000 of them and they all hate him. But conversely, the people in his corner, Scott Bayo and John Voigt, Dean Cain, Kirstie Alley, he knows they're losers by any of his own measurement uh, tools, is by his own yardstick. They are losers. What does he do with that? He's now just stuck playing to people he knows are losers. It's, it's this karmic thing that seems to be happening to people. And I know it's cold comfort if somebody's an actual uh, monster. Of course it is cold comfort. But there is some satisfaction that has to come from the idea that a... Uh, That, that people like that are so driven by being fancy schmancy people and then they, uh, through their own actions, one of the punishments that does come down is that they, they, cannot, they cannot do their thing with or for people they respect and they're stuck with people that you know they don't respect. It's like Louis C.K. Or it's like this guy... A few years ago, he's like, oh, I got a uh, Paul Simon's doing the theme to my uh, show or whatever it was so, like. He's on the New York fancy schmancy uh, egghead high society culture thing there. And now look at him. He's got now got to do like he's playing for people that he would cross the street to get away from. That's his only fan base. And again, it's cold comfort. Got to get people got to face actual consequences, but it's something and it's fascinating. So yeah, so Thanksgiving. It's a hard year to uh to think about what you're thankful for because there's uh, some, some tracks it's like, yeah, of course I'm thankful for this person. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for these things. But then there's other times when it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like Thanksgiving. What about your welcomes takings? Is that the opposite? I don't know. It's something I struggle with. Gratitude is something I struggle with and and, and being thankful because I am. But sometimes I am just like, I am just figuring myself out. And that's a lot of what the book I wrote. It never ends. The book coming soon next year. 
It's about me figuring myself out and uh, expressing myself and the actions that I got to take control of and, 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 and so that I can be a happy person. And look, I know your guy gives off the air that I am impervious to everything. Well, I don't know. I don't think that off. But I do. I know there's an element of who people think old Tom is. They think old Tom's a crab apple. I know that. But sometimes they think, oh, you throw a rock at old Tom. He can take it. Old Tom can't always take it. And that's some of the stuff I'm figuring out. And that's been one of the things. Look, I if I to be thankful again, I'm thankful I had the experience to write this book because it helped me understand myself in a lot of ways. And it's funny. We got it. A couple people are checking it out because uh, we're we're in blurb season right now. I got some pretty sweet feedback. Soon, soon, you will see it all. Now, I am thankful for a lot of people in my life and uh, thankful for the people in my past and my future and my present. And yeah, and you know what I'm thankful for also? That I still got two feet and two arms and two hands. And I could still do some stuff. I'm in a sweet spot right now. Sweet spot. I never thought in a million years I'd write this dumb book, but I did. Maybe it's time for me to proclaim the next uh, thing I want to uh, achieve. The next the next mountain I would like to climb. Because it's like I, I did the thing and I, I said the book and then I did the book. And there's something, there's something beautiful in a way about you say you want to do a thing and you tell people what you want to do. You don't just mutter it under your breath it's like i i remember when patrick ewing and when the new york knicks patrick ewing all-star center hall of famer was like he said i guarantee we're going to win a championship this year and they didn't they didn't win it and then he got blasted for that but then uh his coach uh pat riley was like no give the guy some credit He's he 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 came short. He came up short, but he also he also didn't just make a prediction in private and stick it in a drawer. He actually said it out loud. He held himself to that standard. So yeah, I don't know. I think I might have to. I got I got a couple more up my sleeve before I'm ready to croak. Maybe I got to say what the next thing's going to be that I want to try to achieve. Maybe we'll see maybe next week on the show. Yeah. So I do have a lot of gratitude for a lot of people, a lot of thankfulness. I have a lot of thankfulness. That I have this show, which is my favorite thing to do. Best show is my favorite thing to do. I love doing double threat. So much fun. Me and Julie Klausner, but I've been doing this best show for 20 years, man. And I'm also not interested in the nostalgia part of that, which is kind of an exciting thing. Like I, I feel so unsentimental about the past on this show. I have so little nostalgia for, for so many things on it. I want to go forward. I would, I want to hose the whole bleeping thing down. 
scrub it down, start it over. Take the best parts of the past, throw out the ones that don't work, throw some new parts in there. Let's go somewhere else. I, I, I know I got another gear on this thing. I'm cautiously optimistic about going forward. I feel good about it. You want it to be good. I want it to be good. I, it haunts me. Haunts me. I want to do some bad show. I hear these podcasts every once in a while. Yikes. Not so hot sometimes. But you know what? Why did I say you know what? I don't know. Doing a little challenge. I'll say it again. You know what? What? It's very easy to end up there. Start easing your foot off the gas. That's when you end up being terrible before you know it. So I got a uh, thing I saw that uh, there's a fun. We all like sports, right? Who doesn't like sports? Well, there's a fun uh, little sports competition coming up. uh, That is uh, looks like a real hoot and uh, really is just the best that sports has to offer. When uh, you see that uh, that uh, YouTube uh, superstar uh, Jake Paul is going to do have a boxing match against who? That's right, the uh, the former Knicks guard um, and slam dunk champion Nate Robinson. Boy, oh boy, I wonder who I'm going to root for in that one. I could not want Nate. I hope Nate Robinson knocks his block off to where it literally rolls across the, the whatever it is. Is it boxing or? Yeah, I guess it's boxing. I hate boxing so much. I think boxing blows. And then people are like, it's the the science of it oh no i know there's a skill to it i'm not saying you just go in there and just start throwing punches blindly oh i know there's a insane amount of training and preparation and skill and talent and all that i know that but that said don't like it but nate robinson I tell you, that's the one boxing match I'd watch. Jake Paul, that buffona, the clown, the buffoon, him and his brother Logan. They put both of them in there. I'd like to see Nate Robinson clonk both their heads together. Paul began his fighting career with an amateur win over the brother of, of, of is his name DJ? D-E-G-D-E-J-I, brother of British YouTube, uh, SKI. I don't even know what I'm reading here. What? I don't know. Well, I'm just. They fought on the undercard uh, with Jake's older brother, Logan, as part of a YouTube pay-per-view card. Jake won his fight in the fifth round with a technical knockout after the other dude threw in the towel. He's turned pro, and I am hoping he tastes some mat. This weekend. Nate Robinson, you go for it. I loved you as a Nick. 
I'm going to love you a hundred times more. You knock that clown's block off. It's the only boxing I'm interested in when a Paul is uh, (laughs) in the mix, apparently. Yeah, so that'll be an exciting thing this weekend. Everybody, you know, you sit back, you, you eat your turkey on Thursday. Then a couple days later, you make leftovers and you sit and you watch Jake Paul the guy, uh, one of the most aggressively talentless people on the planet drawing air currently, or of all time, to, for that matter. You get to eat those leftovers, you watch him uh, get his face smushed by uh, former New York Nick, Nate Robinson. All right, I'm actually not feeling well. I've I'm a little ill too i don't have coronavirus i'm not donald trump jr but i have been getting tested but i'm a little uh a little worn out so all i'm gonna say is thank you to everybody who hung in with us this year it will be worth it great show next week coming up great guest got a couple other guests and surprises and things i'm adding elements back to the mix and uh yeah, we're we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be cranking real soon. We, in fact, we already are. Last week's show was so much fun, the Steely Dan show. Thanks to everybody who called and participated in that. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let me just say happy Thanksgiving, and I'll I'll see you guys with a live show next week. Bye.